Credit card. Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park. I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP, and I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. What's going on, parking lot? Hope everybody's good. Uh, hope everybody tuned in last week. Thanks again to my guest, Kendra, for stopping through the lot. We had a good time. Uh, I really enjoyed having a guest on. It's been a minute, and that's on me. I know I had talked about it before, but just had some things I needed to clear out on my own plate. But uh, I'm back in business. No, that doesn't mean I'm going to be guesting it up every week. I still got to get my own words in, but uh, definitely going to have the parking lot back open. Got some people in my mind, got some people on my list. So stay tuned, look out. You know, we're almost at the big hundred too. So things are looking good. Uh, I'll tell you where things were not looking good today. Man, I had to record a video for work today. And, you know, usually I pride myself on knocking it out, being like a one-take killer. Maybe if they want to redo it themselves or want me to, you know, add a line here, I'll come in there and do it. But I usually knock it out. It took me like 40 takes today. I kept having to start over. about messed up on my name one time. Oh, no. Two times, actually. Camera dude is just laughing at me. And he's like, man, it's cool. Trust me. You're still good. A lot of people still mess up. And I'm like, nah, this ain't me. This ain't me. That's not how I roll. And he's like, yeah, well, you rolling this way today. So it wasn't my best effort today. I tried, and uh, I just didn't have the juice. So I'm just glad I'm uh, putting out this episode, and I'm not having to start and stop and restart all over again. So maybe it was just a thing. I don't know. Caught me slipping, I guess. I actually was in the wrong room at first, too. So I think I just came in a little bit flustered, but... Oh, well, you win some, you lose some. Anyways, man, what y'all up to? Tell you what I'm doing. I am uh, watching curling. It's still exciting to me. I know it's a joke, and I know people, you know, don't really care about the Winter Olympics, but curling is is legit. I also seen some other events that just happen to be on, like, randomly at, like, 1130. Uh, Some snowboard racing and some other things. Those are pretty cool. And, you know, we snuck some black history in there for speed skating again. So, Winter Olympics, there's a few things that you can pop in. Uh, I didn't even see the Jamaican bobsled team. I just saw a picture. Um, so I know that there's some controversy around the Olympics anyway and all that stuff. And I don't know all the details, but I do know it's some craziness. Uh, I do know that uh, there's a figure skater that's out there who's uh, 15 and doping up, that's crazy. Like, everybody's doing the Shikari thing, you know, Is it, if it were a black track sprinter and, you know, smoking weed after her mom died versus this, you know, I, I, I feel you. I, I got all that. I don't even know where my argument is on that one. I don't know if I have talking points on either side, to be honest. I think it is what you need it to be. But 15 and doping? Jeez. I mean, I guess, you know, every high school in the world was trying to take creatine and stuff, but like, one none of us Olympians. Man, that's, that's, that's a lot. If it got you this far, though, I guess you, you were up to something good, but, you know, you don't even have a, ten, a chance to let your talent shine getting it in that early. Hope there's no crazy side effects. Yeah, I'm legally blind. 
But I will say, if she comes in the next Olympics looking like Barry Bonds once he got to the uh, Giants, we'll definitely know she's still on the juice. Shame. You know, before we get into this episode, I just got to share the fact that I am getting old. My son had the nerve to ask me had I ever heard of a typewriter. And then he asked me had I ever seen one. I was like, do you not know that everybody had one of those in their house? Click, 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 click. Ding! I was like, man, this is my fault. I'm raising a poor generation. My people perish from a lack of knowledge. Yeah, so how's your Black History Month going? I know normally I uh, do some posts and I uh, try to highlight somebody new. And I had a good, like, four-year run where I had uh, at least 27 new figures every every uh, day. Always reserving February 1st for the Greensboro Four. You know, Aggie Pride represent all day, every day. But I think I chose to do something different this year and kind of keep it internal. Um because I kind of had to check myself and check what was going on at home. And, you know, my kids are getting older and uh, the world is going to be the world a lot quicker than it uh, than it used to be. It's all fun and games when they're cute and cuddly and stuff, but they're growing up, getting bigger. And, you know, the world is getting ready to punch them in the mouth a little bit and everything else. Uh, we're still fighting a lot of the battles that they don't see, like making sure teachers are treating them fairly and making sure they can get into the right places and do the right things. But um, it's time to make sure that we're doing our part as parents and making sure that they're learning. So I kind of shifted my focus instead of, you know, trying to find a little known person or, you know, pull some of the, uh, pull some of the lesser known facts out. I wanted to make sure my kids were at least good with the basics. You know, it's easy to know Martin Luther King and, you know, they don't even know that it was a struggle to get the day named after him and all that stuff. So, but what else do they know? You know, I think sometimes we take it for granted once we, we've learned enough and kind of done our own research and, you know, we're quote unquote good with black history. But, you know, I got to turn around and make sure my kids can be good with that, too, because you never know what they're going to be taught or not taught, especially with all this critical race theory backlash. And uh, you never know what other kids parents are trying to tell them about what they look like and you know god forbid they get that experience where somebody says they can't play with them or they don't want them to come over and all that stuff and so they need to at least have a basic at least have a basis or a baseline of it um i know my middle son he was asking you know about you know do people still treat people that look like us a certain way and um you know these are real conversations that you gotta have of course you can tailor it to their age group and what they can understand and also you don't want them going to school scared um i don't really want them to go in school ready to like beat up everybody either because there's a lot more of them than there are of us but uh you definitely don't want them to be scared or be scared to have the friendships that they currently have um but you do got to make sure that they got their head on swivel a little bit and they know what's happening and they know that their parents have their back so that's why you didn't get any posts from me this year. Um, besides, you know, what my, uh, my undergraduate fraternity chapter would put out, I'd kind of retweet them or or repost or reshare what they did. But, uh, yeah, nothing wrong, nothing uh, deep. I didn't run out of people. Uh, but I just wanted to make sure my home team was good and they can get good. So, you know, instead of just knowing Rosa or, or Martin or Malcolm, they can start with some of the basics and then they can move further from there. And... If they need a list, I've got a list of a few of them that 
we can dive into and we can uh, make it applicable to them as well. So all is well. Black history is still blacking over here. Uh, just want to make sure my uh, my squad is is down and ready, just like I am. Real quick, this has been on my heart for a minute. Um, we don't get a lot of bad weather. Let me check that. We don't get a lot of snow, wintry weather in North Carolina. Um, but when we do, it, you know, people be panicking and stuff and all that. Every now and again, we get a decent snowing or icing or just freezing rain that, you know, gives you something to think about. Obviously not comparing it to the crib. Also don't want to go to the crib and experience any of that anymore. So I'm going to take what I get. Um, but we had uh, some decent snow for a couple of weeks. You know, the kids got to go sledding and all that stuff. Um, but then it melted. But you know, when you pile up snow or when you scrape it off and especially in a parking lot, it goes somewhere and it kind of piles up and you have that mountain that slowly evaporates. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're teaching kids down here, but you're not supposed to play with that snow. That's the one with the cars and stuff. They park next to it and they get all the mud and the dirt all up on it. Um, yeah, obviously you probably don't eat it, but like you don't even play on it. Like snow not supposed to be black or gray or, or charcoal That should be a sign. Just like, you know, don't eat the yellow snow. Don't play in the black snow. You big dummy. Especially in these COVID times, but in any time, like you're not supposed to play in the black snow. So what are you doing? Why are you letting your kids do that? This is not fun snow to play with between walking from a store and getting to your car. Like, why is that a thing? I've seen multiple parents or grandparents or caregivers uh, letting their multiple children do that. And I just don't understand. Like, I, I don't I don't understand. It looks dirty. Like my almost three year old can say the snow yucky. That's not the snow I want to play with. Like, that's common sense, right? Like, there's still some snow out there or just go to the mountains. There's something like but no, don't do that. You're going to get a lot. You're going to get a lot sicker than you think you are. That's it. And since we're talking about sicker than we think we are, did y'all see Amy on Jeopardy finally caught the L? But when you look back at it, I don't know if y'all are really looking back at it. You know, shout out to the true Jeopardy fans. They know what's up. But like when you look back on it and you see the last few episodes she was on or you um, get her commentary from her Twitter feed or you just look at the game where she actually lost. She was looking hella fatigued and hella exhausted. Um, and you can tell she's starting to miss some that she knew she knew, not like guessing or maybe so. Um, it was almost like she was trying to lose at some point. I don't think she tanked, but I think she blanked out because even the, the answer that she got wrong uh, where she you know, eventually lost, she knew that answer. Um, their mind was just turned off and I could see it. I was telling my wife during the, you know, the 30 seconds while I was playing, I was like, Yo, she ain't got it. She don't have the answer. Uh, she better hope somebody else doesn't have the answer. But when nobody did, I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sure enough, she was out. Um, <laughs> and this is going to be a crazy parallel, but, you know, Encanto's been popping. First of all, that was a good movie. Um, and it's catchy, so, you know, everybody's singing the words and nobody's talking about Bruno. No, no, no. But, um... You know, a lot of people's favorite song is the uh, song from Louisa, the sister who was strong, you know, because it's all about carrying loads and, you know, doing more than what's asked and, 
you know, always feeling like you had to have it and you got it. But I think the the parallel that I saw from that was just the pressure that comes from being great. You go from regular to normal to um, surprising people. And then all of a sudden, um, people just expect you to be good all the time. They expect you to be great. They expect you to be top notch. They expect you to do it effortlessly. And if you're not in control of your feelings or if you're not in control of your mental health, you can really burn out. And even if you are in control of your mental health, you can still burn out. But you hopefully will at least know and kind of see some of those things and make some good choices to um, take some time to step away or take some time to get in tune with yourself. And that's hard for people to do. And, you know, we saw it fold out on TV. She was burnt out on Jeopardy. And it just got me thinking, like, how many times are we burnt out, overworked, under underpaid, obviously, uh, overutilized in a lot of the things that we do? Um, it makes me think about uh, different jobs that I've had in different positions. You know, why did things go the way they went? Why did I run into trouble? Um, why did I react the way that I reacted? Was it always somebody else's fault? Was it always my fault? I don't think so. I think there's a good balance of it. But... I think the older I get, the more I'm in tune with my feelings. And I can kind of catch myself when I, when I feel like I'm slipping. I can kind of catch myself when I feel like I'm not doing what I'm called to do. Um, I can kind of feel myself having like a, a outer body experience where I'm looking at myself and I'm like, Chris, what the hell are you doing and why? This isn't, this isn't giving you what you need for it to give you. And you're like, yeah, all right. Now that I've acknowledged it, how do I get to something different? And I don't know if I'm just talking about like, oh, I'm trying to get something new or get to a new place or, you know, change the game. But I think it's important to check in and make sure that you're doing what you want to do and that it's serving you if you have options. And I mean, we always have options, but if you have options and availability and feasibility, um, why wouldn't you check around and see what works for you? And I'm not just specifically talking about like employment. I'm just talking about hobbies, life lessons, uh, teaching, giving back, uh, all of those things. But overall, I think it's important to make sure that you at some frequency that works for you, whether it's once a month, whether it's once a year, um, somewhere in between that. I don't think it needs to be every day. If it's every day, I think you already have a problem and you know it. You're just trying to wait for it to smack you in the face. But I think that... um, it's okay to look in the mirror or, you know, look at your list and look at your goals and say, you know, am I being seen properly? Am I doing the right things? Am I happy? And not just, you know, the sun is out and I have a smile on my face or, you know, not just beats the alternative or not even just blessed and highly favored, but like, am I happy? And if not, you know, what can I do to get back to that position or get to that zone? Um, what's knocked me off my square? How can I get back on there? So, I think there's a lot of things that you can kind of check in with yourself. You don't have to wait for a New Year's resolution. Uh, You know, at this time, resolution game is about over. You either are on your way or you already failed. So, you know, find yourself a a frequency and check in and make sure that uh, you are doing what you're supposed to be doing and you have an answer to what the hell are you doing. And if you don't, you at least have a correction. Having said all that, I think there's something I want to go for, but I know I'm not necessarily qualified for it. 
Um, but I think I can get there. I think there's a tremendous learning curve. Uh, I'm just looking for my way in or my sales pitch or what I want to say. Um, because I think there's a way I can sneak into this and I don't want to use this word sneak like I don't deserve it or like I'm stealing it, but I think there's a way I can sneak into it. Uh, it's just going to take a lot of hits to turn the right way and me to play the right moves. Um, it could happen, but it could not as well. And I think I'm in good enough shape to um, prepare for any type of rejection that that could cause. Um, but it's out there and it's real. Um, I've spent a considerable amount of time trying to talk myself out of it, which makes me really feel like, you know, it's at least worth the shot. I don't want to leave this thing I didn't try. Um, but I also don't want to go in there acting like, hey, I know it ain't me, but just let me get some reps in. Even if that's the truth, um, I don't want to cancel myself before I even give myself a chance. I do want to go in there and I want to give myself a chance. And if the moon and the stars align, great. But if not, um, it's okay to keep it moving or, or just be ready. And, you know, worst case, you know, which is the, the goal of it all is, you know, the seed will be planted and maybe this grows into something that has my name all over it versus just something that's in my reach and my vicinity. So, um, say up a prayer for your boy. Keep, uh, keep him in your thoughts, prayers, concern, warm and fuzzies. Um, whatever you do, whatever you do, how you do it, uh, throw my name in there. Hopefully I can help you out and hopefully whatever you're doing can help me out. Yeah. So just think about that. And while you're thinking about that, let's go ahead and get to some uplift. Uh, before we dive into Uplift, I hope everybody enjoyed the Valentine's Day. I hope you got something that you wanted or needed, and I hope that you shared that love with somebody else. I hope you, uh, recipro I hope you reciprocated. So whether you were the primary giver or the primary receiver, I hope you turned around and at least gave some gratitude or showed some appreciation. You know, it's for lovers and, you know, it's not for solo lovers. Doesn't mean solo lovers can't be involved, but you know, it takes two. So make sure that, you know, it wasn't just one person or one group or one side giving something to the other. Uh, make sure that there was an equal exchange of at least thought and talent. And everything after that, it is what it is. You know, fellas, you know what you signed up for, for the most part. And if you got somebody looking at you and needing an example on how to treat somebody right, make sure you did the right thing and make sure they understand. Hey, that might have been the uplift already, but I had something else. I think the biggest thing I wanted to say today was don't be scared of the chance. Don't be scared to shoot your shot. I know I've said that in the past, but um, I want to think about it a little differently. A lot of times uh, we have opportunities to be great or be greater than we are or just to be different, just to get closer to being more aligned with what we'd like to be, even though it might not align our paychecks the same way or it might not align our free time the same way. Uh, if it aligns your heart and it aligns your spirit and it aligns what you feel like you're supposed to do, your purpose, uh, you got to go out there and get it. You at least have to take a shot to get closer to what that needs to be or stay within that range of what it needs to be, even though the world and things around it start to change or start to move around you. So um, don't be scared of taking that chance to stay where you're supposed to be or to get to where you're supposed to be. Um, Sometimes we even get in our own way and we're our own hindrance because success can be scary. Sometimes we feel like we're not worthy of something or we're not uh, 
supposed to get what we've been searching for. You know, the goal is to get that thing. The goal is to get there, not just to, you know, fight hard and come up short. You know, sometimes we are in the right place at the right time. We don't want to take ourselves out of the game. We don't want to Ben Simmons ourselves and and not pass up the wide open. You know, we want to make sure that we are um, not so scared of success that we push it away because there's no guarantee that it'll come back. So when you have that opportunity, when you have a chance to be greater, when you have a chance to grow, when you have a chance for a learning opportunity or a chance for a blessing, a bridge, do not burn it. Do not be afraid of the moment. Don't be afraid to learn if things don't go right. And don't be afraid to get back up if you get knocked down. There's a lot more world out here that we need to live in. And if we're not happy with where we're at or we feel like we can be greater, it's up to us. Success isn't going to fall in your lap. Not everybody can be born on third base. And even if you are, you still got to find a way to run home. But for the rest of us who are just at the plate, no way to get around it except to swing that bat. I just mixed like four different sports and three different analogies, but it all worked. So hope you caught it all. But if not, holler at me. There's always room for more uplift. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. But I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And I hope you join me again. Because once I get done setting myself up for success, I'm definitely going to need some help trying to remember where did I park, 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 park.